Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. I'm Miles Rose. Welcome to Newsbleed. This is the second Newsbleed ever. I've decided to do another one because at least one person enjoyed the first one. Well, two people, if you count the one person who commented on the blog so far. But I had such a good time that I thought I'd do another one. This, however, is a very special news bleep. For this news bleep, we took top secret documentation footage and we watched the nighttime habits of the people of Madison, South Dakota. So join me for this very special news bleep. News bleep 002 all night long. This is your number one source for news on milesrausch.com. This is News Bleep. For this News Bleep, I'll go to our special in-the-field reporter, Miles Rausch. Miles? Thanks, M-Train. And good evening to all you wannabe News Bleepers. I'm here, on location, in the field, right here in my apartment. The very same apartment you see in the opening animation. I am, in fact, sitting mere feet from the very desk from which I delivered Newsbleep 001 in 2006. I know! <laughs> but I'm not here to rehash old Newsbleeps. I'm here to investigatorily journalize the amazing nightlife of Madison, South Dakota. You see, I've always wanted to know what it looks like when I sleep, but I've been wholly unable to despite my many sleep mirror experiments and heavy experimentation with LSD. Also, since a child, I've had a very bad case of sleep dancing ever since my mom would play Elton John and his cursively catchy tunes to get me to sleep. So, despite being broken-hearted at anyone who's had to endure that from me, I was still eager to see what sort of moves I have nocturnally. So, I set up this camera, filmed the entire night's length, and upon watching the footage at work the next day, discovered it was too dark to see anything, so I just deleted it. What makes this experiment worth it is that I live above the only traffic light in Madison, ergo the busiest intersection in town, which nearly guarantees good footage. It's now very nearly 11 p.m., and I have been sleeping for the last 12 hours in preparation as a devoted reporter to stay up all night long alongside this camera watching with you the devoted public. And so, without further ado, let's see what the people of Madison really do when they turn their lights off. Shadow 
So there you have it. This experiment proved two things. The first is that the people of Madison, South Dakota are freaks who come out at night to feed on the dreams of the living, turning the streets dark red with their nightmarish bloodlust. The second is that I can still investigate the crap out of anything. And I'm pretty proud of myself. Back to you, M-Train. Thank you for that riveting report. We now go to our other in-the-field reporter, Miles Rausch, for a piece that's sure to spook your sparkles. Miles? Thanks, amigo. Over two years ago, the news blue offices received an unmarked package in the mail. We naturally thought it was anthrax, and we beat the package until it was unrecognizable. Once we calmed down and had a joint or two, we inspected it to find a spectacular home video. Take a look. The video showed what appeared to be a misty-like ghostly apparition dissipating into the window. Naturally, we thought nothing of it until our studio moved into the very same apartment where the ghost video was taken. Hey guys, isn't this that very same apartment where the ghost video was taken? Great. 
calling the landlord. So they did call the landlord. But the story he gave them was neither convincing nor worth filming. Nothing happened until the author of the original video was found. And the story he gave us was much more better. I heard it was uh, a young girl. She was about uh, uh, 18, 19 years old. She was pregnant. And uh, her boyfriend had just left her for her best friend, who was a sister. Her father died in a car crash about five minutes after she found out. This was while her mother was burning to death in their old house where they kept all the family pictures. <laughs> there was nothing left. And uh, she miscarried because the soda she was drinking had phenylphthalein, some sort of embryo killing toxin that gives you cancer. It was a rough night. So, uh, the, the ghost story is uh, she died right here, right there on the couch. Passed away. You can get, you're gonna, good. Yeah. Heartbreaking. A fascinating story with humorous commentary. Thank you, Miles. And now for our final story of the evening. Some of you may have heard that Steve Irwin, whose enthusiasm for the ugliest and dangerousest creatures on Earth, which has entertained and horrified the world for years, has passed away while playing with a fish or something. Always one to jump on the bandwagon, Newsbleep now presents this in memoriam for Steve Irwin. Thanks, Vitamin M. I'm driving down South Dakota Highway 19, heading towards what appears to be the city of Sioux Falls. In the car with me are David Rausch and Holly Gregg, two self-proclaimed major Steve nerd Irwinites. This in memoriam celebrates the life of South American comedian actor Steve Irwin, who famously coined the phrase, Crikey, a crop don't bout got me arm off. Story time. Uh, name your favorite 10 or 15 Steve Irwin moments. David, go. I have to say, my most favorite Steve Irwin moment is when he addresses the crocodile. Yeah. Yeah, it's not very original, I know, but. Uh, oh, it's awesome. That's what I like the most because it inspired me not to want to dress the crocodile. Holly, what about you? Well, my 
like off the fence below. He's gonna drop him, he's gonna drop him, he's gonna drop him, he's gonna drop him. And he didn't drop him. He had him right in his arm, stayed the whole time. That's kind of a Britney Spears move. Yeah, and Michael Jackson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, child look. There in the frame of your face in the cast of your eyes. Would you guys rather make out with a crocodile, uh, an alligator, or Steve Irwin? Dave, go. Uh, well, actually, to tell you the truth, I kind of lied last time about uh, Steve Irwin. I, I really don't watch him at all. That doesn't mean that it's okay That doesn't mean I'm ready Get out of the car! What? Get out of the car! Why? You lied to us! About what? We signed a contract! You said you were a major Steve Nerd Irwinite and you're sitting in the back saying I don't even know who the f Steve Irwin is! That's unacceptable! That's I, un you're unbelievable! I thought it was like buying a goldfish. You don't actually have to keep it alive. You just do it. A goldfish is a contract with God that you'll keep track of his people. Fold my heart up small or in, in honor of Steve Irwin's South American heritage, felt the way I thought it was. We then decide to get ice cream because it's cold like Steve Irwin's dead body. While in the Cold Stone restaurant, we were fortunate enough to meet two other Steve Grievers, the twin sisters Molly and Jenny Brass. We were also fortunate enough to have them invite us back to their house for pizza and for more Steve speak. That's no good for anyone. I think we should try to see our runs too. May God have mercy on this one. With our Steve day quickly turning to Steve night, we three intrepid explorers make our way back north to Madison, South Dakota. As Jenny Brass said, it's a shame Steve Irwin had to die. Molly Brass later added, at least he died doing the thing he loved, which was not including getting bitten and dying. So, like tired, weary, and wrestled alligators, we ourselves make our way back to the relocated waters of Madison, South Dakota. All for the better. In memoriam, thank you, Steve Irwin. <laughs>